just keep running, running, and 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 day a little more marvelous than it already is we're back with another round of fresh start goodness i'm america's sweetheart eric shea and i'm jim warner and i'm brandy murray and this is episode brandy. number 20 of the weird <laughs> science marvel comics here, podcast it's, it's brandy man Get over. him over here oh my goodness hello and welcome to what episode is this eric i'm too busy number uh, 20 celebrating Listen brandy up, jimmy oh my goodness we got it, jimmy it, and brandy over oh, here episode 20 i'm i'm jimmy am i that says something about me. I told you, any guy sure. over the age of maybe 25 that has the E at the end, you know, Jimmy, Joey, Tommy, <laughs> there's something wrong. Brandy. Brandy. Uh, there is yeah. uh, a guy that we work with uh, that we who goes by the name of Jimmy, and I proved my point and right yes, there. Yes, oh, yes. It, it all I, makes I, sense. And, and when people go around and they, I'm Jim, he's Jimmy, but when they mess up and they're like, oh, hey, Jimmy. Hey, there, Jimmy. And there's either wrong turn says that or our boss, the one boss, will say, oh, how you doing, Jimmy, or something. I'm like, how dare you? How dare you? I'm <laughs> a grown man. Boss. The really no, old no not the really old no, boss. No. no, he is dead. He's not calling me anything unless we have a Ouija board, possibly. I got a Ouija board. You want to talk to the old man? I would like to. I'd actually like you to bring the Ouija board because uh, one of the big things that he did tell us, we've told this a million times, is one time he told me and Eric, hey, hey, you two, come here. Now, we worked specifically for him. We were doing a job for yeah. a while for him while in the side, we were told by the other bosses, one, his son, his son said, yeah. listen – do what my father tells you to do. He'll die soon, and then we'll get to real work. So basically, we were just doing work for an old guy Still who they died. thought was she going to Until he's dead. Yeah, so he calls us aside. He's like, you he too, come here. Assignment. And he would, yeah. he would uh, occasionally he would talk to us, and almost like almost like a fatherly type deal, he would give us advice. It was always awful. It was always very outdated. Like his advice <laughs> is, if you get two nickels, bury them in the backyard. Yeah. And, and then, like if uh, your wife talks back, you make her sleep outside. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. that. He was very like – was going to give me two quarters so I could go to the movies yeah, the other one that's time. That's how bad it was. I mean he was – when he died, <laughs> I think I, – I don't want to exaggerate it. I think he was 380 years old. He, he might have been a Draculus. Yeah. But, he might have been. But he, he says, come here, you two. See, half the time he forgot our names. So he, he, come here, you two. Yeah. You know – you guys are doing a great job. And he would, the other thing he would say, he'd promise raises constantly. We knew this was not <laughs> happening. You, know, you two yeah. are going to get paid more. I'm going to never happen. So he got the one day he's, come here, you two. You know, uh, I don't pay the most money uh, some other factories do or whatnot. But, you know, uh, you guys can't afford to have steak for dinner like I do. <laughs> And then walked away. That's all he wanted to tell us. He wanted to brag. And I said to him, I don't really I'm like, I don't really like steak. You know, so he's going away. I do. So me and Eric since yeah, me then. Too. Eric, what how long ago was that? Three years ago, maybe? Three, Somebody four died. years yeah, ago. Three, four years ago, someone did. The second we heard him die, both that he died, they came over to our work and like you know, he had just died minutes ago or something. So the first thing, both me and Eric, both. How's that steak now, old man? We we both were <laughs> so, still mad about Probably this steak. Probably choked on it. 
Again, and no, then no. we both of each other said, I guess the real work's going to start happening yeah, now. Yeah, then we said, because that's what we were told five years before, because they thought he was going <laughs> to die. You know, in the next couple months, the guy lived for yeah, six, seven years day. and just walked around. We went. He's the main reason why we blame Wrong Turn for not being able to use headphones uh, in, in our warehouse. It was more the boss who didn't really understand. Well, he said to me one point that he was afraid that the earphones were sucking our brains out and maybe stealing our souls. He was that old. And, but ask Eric, the minute that he died, I, I have this old thing. I have the, I don't know. That's a dumb thing. I have these, (laughs) I have the earphones I'm using now. They're huge. I have them over my hat now. Take that old man. I hope you can hear this rocking tunes from up there. You hear that Allison chains? There you go. There you go, Eric. <laughs> you play that Eric Clapton song that makes everyone cry. Screw that. Screw that. That makes Eric cry. That makes Eric cry. Everybody cry. listen to it. It was popular like when my oh, dog died when I was yeah. a little kid. Now it makes me think of my dog every time it plays. Yeah. I want to cry. Stop. You want to serenade your dog in heaven? It's Come funny. On, I, I sit there and listen to Tears in Heaven. It's all about me and my broken down six. dreams. I think about it. My life, my life has died. My life fell out of a hotel room. And like I don't even. I think. Why do I think that his uh, son's name was like Connor or something? I don't know. Yeah. But no, this, I is, think that that's the reason that all our hotel room windows are locked. No, now. they should be locked. There's no reason to have a window that's that, on the, the rampant suicides. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, there you go. This is the Marvel Comics podcast, guys. There yeah. you go. Yep. Well, you can we find go. us on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics, and also we have a Patreon account that you can go to at Patreon.com/slash/WeirdScience, where we have a lot of different shows, a lot of comic book shows, but also things hey, it was on Connor Clapton. Yeah, some sort. Yeah, that's I. I don't know why I knew that. Uh, you have on the Patreon, you have a pop culture show. You got yourself some cellar dwellers with their talk of the comic, the movies, I mean, the horror movies, stuff like that. Just go over and check it out if you wish. Eventually, really we might, eventually we're going to add some extra things over there for the Marvel podcast. But right now, you can just enjoy this podcast and maybe support us because of that. But we have a bunch of books tonight, and we're going to start with one that includes something we've been waiting for, and that is Avengers number seven. And before I get my blurb, all three of us wanted to see more BC Avengers, correct? Is that what we wanted to see? Kind of. Yeah, well. In a different way, though. The the weird thing about this is, and I'll say it in my blurb as well, but... Remember when the BC Avengers seemed really exciting? Yeah, this is the problem. Yeah. Do you remember when the BC Avengers seemed like it meant something and we would want to see it? I mean, really, we're past that point, right? It really kind of led to just a big kaput. Yeah, you know? well, no, even nothing. if it's not a kaput, the kind of that story's over in my mind. I know it's continuing. Yeah. I know we're going to have some things, but it's a little late in the game to go to this. But and is it, it really vital for a no. you know one a BC Ghost Rider origin no, out of I don't nowhere think so. and make it the least exciting issue of the run so uh, far? How dare no. you? Avengers number seven, written by Jason Aaron <laughs> R. by Sarah Pacelli. We travel back to see the origins of the BC Ghost Rider. And while it's something we've been waiting for, it really falls flat. The story and art were okay, but the timing and the story itself 
makes everything feel less important than I ever thought it would be and less exciting than I wanted it to be. And there's my blurb. And I think that everybody here would agree that once mm-hmm. we get to this, it just seems like, you know, it, it's almost it's the opposite of when we're going to get to the fireworks factory. We, we've already been to the fireworks factory. We don't need to go yeah. back to the cracker factory. I, I don't yeah. need that. We're, long we're drive going in re- now. Yeah. We're, yeah. Basically, I was just going to say we're going in reverse here. Now we're going on the drive to the fireworks yeah, factory. Yeah, it's weird, but of- we've already been there. It's a weird progression here. We're going backwards. And I like the cover. You see that cover and you see the, you know, BC Ghost Rider. You see it on a pretty cool mammoth. Sarah Bocelli's art is decent enough. It have seems you, to have fade you ever seen by a the not end. Cool mammoth? Well, yeah, by the end here. Yes, later on yeah, in the Because all of a sudden, <laughs> the mammoth, and it, it seems as if the art goes down each page that you go through. Because you, you have at the beginning, though it's not like an exciting scene, but in the cave with the, you know, BC Ghost Rider that we find out later is is him, though it looks like a girl to me throughout. But uh, I, I, And the thing is, for some reason, you said girl to me earlier today when we were talking about it at work. And when I went into this, I had the idea that, you know, the BC Ghost Rider was a girl. And for some reason, even though they said boy throughout, I kept yeah, going back to that's girl. That's the problem. They kept like saying the boy. Correcting me. And I'm like, wait a the second. The only reason I knew it was, wasn't a girl is because she basically doesn't wear a shirt. Or he doesn't wear a shirt yeah. when he turns into Ghost yeah, Rider and all, later. And also, <laughs> yeah, they were all about that back in BC times, though. They didn't yeah, have really. problems. They, they didn't care. They, they, they had no shame. Uh, they barely had food. But uh, they're there, and she's uh, – she. See what happens? They're in the cave. He <laughs> is there. And you get the setup that the BC Ghost Rider – they don't want to give you a name. So it's like, hey, I have a name, but I don't go by it because – our tribe doesn't have names. Nobody else can later, talk. Yeah. I'm the only one who talks. And because of that, it makes complete sense. I can't talk or they'll kill yeah. me. They will kill me if I start talking. I know. I'm just saying, like, later on when Wendigo shows up and they start talking, like, where is there a uniformed language well, where people who don't talk and they think can both it's supposed to be. Like, you know, the ghost here at the beginning is like, wants to tell us how smart he is and do all this stuff. You know, I, I can't let the others know no. how smart I am. You, you, you're putting your hand on the wall. That's all you're doing. You're making finger paints. Yeah, because don't he, no, the person, he has to. Or they'll kill him. Uh, the Maybe thing he's is, the one that starts the fire every the, night. The I don't thing know. is, I think that the language, I think the language fire. and all that Everybody's is supposed to. Right I think that the language <laughs> and stuff like that is supposed to have come from how the did you get, how the, the world the was made these by people. Like never leave the cave. They right? may not. They they well, hunt. Winter. Yeah, and that's winter. So they're sitting there. But I think that the talking Wendigo and Ghost Rider and anybody who would talk at this point that is a human there. I think that we're supposed to go by the idea that it was from that first celestial that came and that's where, you know, things were affected and they were, he's like pretty much one of the first superheroes. And I, I think that that's the only thing that would make it make sense that they have An the same one. language, but yeah, they're there. You're talking about when? No, I'm go, talking right? about both. <laughs> I think they've both been infected by that whole deal that has made them more than just the average man. And Wendigo has just gone crazy, but you have it there that uh, he is there, you know, pretending he's just a caveman, whatever. And Wendigo shows up and kind of takes lead of the entire, uh, you know, tribe there. I'm going to kill you. And leader, basically he's going to kill leader, and eat. But it's because sleep, I'm going to eat you. he has that, that knife and he has weapons that nobody else would have because he's smarter. He's smarter than the average bear here. And he goes and basically recognizes right away 
that who ends up being the ghostwriter there, the boy, is something a little different and says, you know, oh, you know, how are you? Uh, that's great. You're smarter than everyone. But let's see how you deal with this because I'm about to eat and kill and eat everybody in your tribe. And now you're alone and leaves. And that's where he leaves. And you have the cosmic ghostwriter boy just basically. I, I cosmic. Wish, I, well, I mean, just ghostwriter. I wish that there was a name so that we can go with because he's not ghostwriter yet, but he's just boy. So the boy ends up. Hey, I'm going to go out. If this Wendigo can survive, so can I. I'm going to go out into the. Well, know, at this point, the boy calls him ghost because yeah, he is a ghost yeah, of the form himself. Because he doesn't even have a tribe anymore. Yeah, so he's like, "Hey, you're a ghost. Whatever. I- I'm out of here." He leaves, and he says, "I'm going to go follow him. I'm going to go get revenge on me to get out of here." And when he goes, he gets attacked by a snake that ends up just basically, "I'll save you if you say my name." It's very quick. Yeah. And, you know, it goes, and he's like, oh, "I'm Mephisto," and that who it is, and ends up changing him. Yeah. To the cosmic ghost like the Bible. Yeah, and says <laughs> basically, you want to get rid of this cold? I'll get rid of cold. You'll never feel cold again. It's because he's now. I keep saying cosmic, but he's Ghost Rider now, and he ends up going on a mammoth, and that's where we thought was the coolest thing that a woolly mammoth riding Ghost Rider. But the the art with the mammoth just falls off to me. You, you don't even get. It's like I want it more detail of the fur. It just just doesn't look great to me. Yeah, you don't get the idea. It's really even on fire. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just kind of there. Well, I I just want to know what's wrong with this, you know, this herd of mammoth or mammoth eye or whatever you want to call it, the whole thing, where they see this, you know, giant white snake, a flaming dude, and they get curious and come walking over. Yeah, I don't over. know. I like, think that it might well, have been drawn to it. Why would you near you that is on fire I, like I this think mammoth? that it was drawn to it and maybe drawn to the heat or whatever, but there's something a little special well, because they, then it turns into yeah, the ghost rider. the snake, yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah, so it's there and basically – Ghost Rider, the spirit of vengeance. The only vengeance is one is Wendigo and goes after him, finally finds him. And he's like, oh, ghost, I thought it would take you, you know, and a lot took of you a while. To be had back yeah, in no, DC that's time. pretty much it. And he goes and like, you killed a lot of people. Now I'm going to kill you and you have a battle. And even the woolly mammoth gets involved. But by the time that that's ended, pretty much Wendigo is like, you know what? I'm going to make you alone again. Uh, it is pretty cool to see a woolly mammoth shoot fire. Out, out its spout, but it's still, it looks like Snagglepuss or say, I, not Snagglepuss, uh, yeah. Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. That's all it looks like, <laughs> and it doesn't look intimidating. It doesn't even look that big to me. But yeah, they fight Wendigo, Wendigo, and the mammoth go off a cliff, and then it ends with basically, you know, Ghost Rider like, oh no, I'm alone again, and now through, you know, mind deal, you're not alone, you're one of us, you know, the monster's like, Wendigo, yeah, I can hear you, let's go, Ghost, and it is uh, Lady Phoenix and Odin. And it ends with Odin just saying, are you sure? I, I think we should have gotten the furry one. And no, no, this guy's good. And that's it. And and it really, there's no, it doesn't even feel important at all. It doesn't yeah. feel. not even any resolution with Wendigo. No. Wendigo I'm going to yeah. survive this. I love it too. He's the falling. <laughs> I'm going to get the you. Clip of the I'm not Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. There he goes. He falls down. And, uh. Because Alan Rickman's dead, Eric. That's why I said that. I know that uh, that upsets you, but uh, yeah, it just doesn't. It just doesn't feel important. It just doesn't no. feel like it's, it's something weird big. They, they give you issues assembling the team after yeah. we've already seen the team assembled, and like I want to see them deal with the next problem. Yeah, now it that even, maybe has yeah. a connection to the current day events. And it even says, uh, you know, issue number eight. You're going to have all these things. So I'm guessing. I don't. I didn't look at the solicits, but I'm guessing that maybe around issue eleven, we'll go and see. See another thing with this. What is this going to go until issue forty? I, I really, I don't need. Yeah, but, we didn't need the origin. We're going to get the origin.
origin of what Phoenix now? Yeah. Who's already seen part yeah, of Yeah, I, I don't like, know. Starbrand. Starbrand. Uh, but with that, Ugh. what does this origin of go? What did this do to further any story to me? The only thing it does is Nothing set up Windigo as being maybe a recurring villain for Ghost Rider. But that's it. But that's the BC Ghost Rider, and it just does nothing that feels any bit important going forward, especially since we pretty much ended the, the deal with, you know, what the BC Avengers were involved with. No, I know it wasn't clear cut ended, but it just seems too late for this. And it seems like I said to Eric, this seems like this would be something that when you finally had the Avengers annual, number one, you would have an annual with all the origins quicker than this. Not a full issue, but maybe eight pages well, this with each of a them. Full issue because the story we get is this long and drawn now, out and doesn't go anywhere. And, and that's what I'm saying. Yet. If you want to have an annual where you give all – now, Odin doesn't need an origin obviously, but maybe Lady Phoenix and all the – you have the others in this to get these origins to be like oh man that's cool but as an entire issue this just seems too much and just a waste and really as far as i can tell you could skip this and not really miss anything yeah. really so because of that i give it a 5.5 i was very disappointed with this i thought it was what we wanted what we were going to get but instead of maybe a story with the ghost rider bc ghost rider uh instead we get an origin that i really didn't care for so what would you give it Brandon. Yeah, I'm a little higher. I'm going six five. Uh, I didn't enjoy it much though. This is obviously my my lowest issue so far of Avengers. I think as far okay, as yeah. score wise goes, and you know the art on the inside just does not match. You know the detail level on the cover yeah. of the animal, and the, and that's supposed to be you know one of the eye catching most important I things of this cool, character. Yeah. And it's just paid no attention, or, or really it just comes off flat on the page. Um, and then the story, you know, it, it feels heavy handed with biblical references in the middle and, and just lingers on a, a fight too long at the end. You don't really care too much about. And, and I don't know. I just didn't have a lot of fun revisiting an origin. I maybe should have had fun with it if it happened sooner yeah. uh, in the series or, or when we first saw these characters. I'm with you. What about you, Eric? I'd give this one a six out of ten. I enjoyed the art for the most part. I just found the story to be kind of flat because, you know, I didn't have any problem going through it. There was no infuriating, like, oh, my God, this is taking forever and everything like that. But by the end, I'm like, yeah. really? That's, yeah, that's all, all we it get was. from this? Because I, tell you, I just wanted to, you know, there's be at least some resolution with when to go. But it's like, I'll be back. And then all of a sudden, oh, didn't Lady Fakes are there? All right, we're, we're going to go form the Avengers. You in? I'm no. like, oh, that didn't do anything for me. And even Ghost Rider himself didn't look that cool for no, some reason in the way he was depicted here, even though I didn't mind the art. I'm just like the depiction of him himself just looked kind of flat like as well. He looked like an S&M daddy or so. I, I didn't get it. I, I really – and uh, I'll ch- – <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, one of the pages or panels at least that really was like – I was like, boy, I don't like this art. It's when – uh, Ghost Rider first gets the mammoth and the mammoth wraps its, you know, its snout around Wendigo and pulls him over for, for some trash talking from Ghost Rider. That's just an awful panel. It even, it doesn't even look like a woolly mammoth. It looks like a giant pig with a snout. And it's really bad. It's not detailed at all. Just, it does. It looks like a warthog. Yeah, it looks, that's what it looks like. It doesn't look like a woolly mammoth there. And it really upset me because that's like the coolest thing ever. The first time we saw the ghost rider on a woolly mammoth and I told Eric about it. Eric's like, that sounds like the so coolest cool. thing. And then I showed him and he's like, that is the coolest thing. Just wasn't that cool <laughs> here. So it, it just disappointed me. Now we're going to go to the next issue. 
Yeah. Did I ever tell you guys about that Ultra Magnus, you know, repaint from the Beast Wars? Ultra Mammoth, oh, I Ultra. want. Ever Is tell he you guys a triple about that? changer? Does he change from a no. warthog into a woolly mammoth into a carpet? Is that what happens? Is that what no, he changes? A woolly mammoth into a uh, robot. I had one that it changed from a fur coat to a raincoat to a trench coat. Triple change, Eric. It was great. It was called. What well, you ever had? It was called. A uh, Codasaur <laughs> yeah. is what it was called. Codas. Codasaur. It was one of the dinobots. It was a dinobot. Now, that's the problem. Eric yeah. wasn't thinking that when he scowled at me that I can't see. <laughs> it was a dinobot triple change, Eric. There you go. Well, and the next book i wish i could triple change. i wish i could triple change myself out of this series and we we've been talking yeah. about some of these series that one of the things that i like about this marvel podcast is we've never made any promises there's no business plan that's going to bite us in the butt later on like a hey we do a dc comics podcast and we talk about every book that has bitten us for in the every butt book, yeah. every single week for the past 193 weeks it seems we haven't made this thing This next book is a huge book. It's my favorite character at Marvel. And the reason, only reason I wanted to have a Marvel podcast, why do I want to stop reading and reviewing this book? Because it kills me. What is it? What is it, Brandon? Give it to us. We got Captain America 3, uh, writer Tanishi Coates. Lionel Francis Yu is also kind of thrown in there with the writer credits, but I know he's on art now. With Jerry Elgon and Sonny Guo. VC's uh, Joe Tamanga is on letters. Oh, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> uh, is that my name pronunciation? No, no, that, that's still the book. But your name pronunciation, oh, okay. you're from Buffalo. I, I can't think that you're going to know these you know. fancy names. Wait, let me let me throw the Buffalo touch on it. A, A? Is, is that better? Yes, no, you, and anything has to involve wings is what you say. Uh, give us, give yeah. us your blurb. Yeah. Uh, Tim Hortons and Wings. Yes, That's our yes, currency exactly. Up here. Uh, well, Coates' nuke-filled Captain America relaunch returns this week, and for some reason, I learn more from each recap before the story than I do from actually reading the book each month, which continues here. What we learn here is Coates won't let Secret Empire die, and I can't think of anything I'm more checked out on than this book and less interested in than resuming Secret Empire threads. But Black we- Panther. Black Panther. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. But- yeah, but let's check out Cap anyway. Maybe Jim and Eric can change my mind. Nope, I'm not. I, Thor. Yeah, no, it, it's this. <laughs> I, I know. I understand. I know that the people who like Tennessee Coates and like this book are really hanging on the idea that it's a political thriller. That's fine. I understand that Captain America is a character. Where's the thriller well, that's, part? Well, that's the what politics. they say. We don't like it. But, uh, you know, yet. It's me in the background watching Michael Jackson's thriller video. But the thing is. They should really put a note before the book to start well, that song. Well, this has a kind of a neat little twist if you're into the politics of it. The idea that some places didn't mind the whole Hydra takeover. And this is something that would happen where there. Oh, that's my favorite yeah, part of the book. And that's, I'm, that's I'm not bad. I'm midway through this book. I'm saying hell Hydra yeah, myself. Yeah, and this would be like a Quaker town or a Buffalo where, you know, our, our town is pretty crappy. If you end up having a, you know, a Hydra come into America and they change. Yes, there's some really cool places that are going to get knocked down a couple pegs. But there's also going to be pretty bad places that are knocked up a couple to match into that. It would almost be as if we went and the Soviet Union took care of the U.S. There's a lot of places like in New York City that's going to affect in a really bad way. 
Quakertown, though, there's a lot of people in Quakertown with no jobs. There's a lot of people in Quakertown with no lives, and, and mainly because of their Hi. decisions, like an Eric Shank, <laughs> who, who spends more money on Transformers than most people spend on food. But the, Bro, the problem, yeah. though, is that there are going to be some of these towns that are going to have improved because of that takeover. So they may end up – I think that what he's pushing too, where he's kind of playing around the idea with I, everybody hates my face. Well, some of these towns might end up hating Captain America because he's good and Hydra was defeated now. So it's almost like a, a can't-win deal, but I don't mind this. I don't mind the idea that there are these towns because there would be. Now, from this there to the story that like that's the interesting part that is really cool then we just get in the same nonsense again it's like he, he doesn't want to tell a story he just wants to throw out it's like the like brandon said before we recorded it's like black panther 3 where all of a sudden you see something that you're like okay this is actually a pretty cool story it's explaining some things or whatever and now we just have a battle and the battle that kind of goes against some things and stuff uh with narration that's just boring yeah, the hell out of you yeah, throughout the battle. Yeah, and basically Well, even this, the whole thing, you know, we have Cap, which I think is the most interesting part of the book. Cap going to this, you know, little Midwest kind of town deal and seeing how well they've prospered ever since Hydra came in. Now that Hydra's out, Power Enterprises has taken over and is doing the exact same thing that yeah. Hydra was doing, but, you know, more in a respectable kind of way because people don't hate Power Enterprises. And, we're, you know, we have uh, Black Panther there and Captain America trying to take these people down. And for some reason, we get away from this whole thing where, you know, we have this town that the, it's the mines back open. They're like, but cap check. There's no coal. All of these people are doing are carting dirt now. around to keep their jobs and power enterprises is fine with it. But it's all because, all right, this, this one guy part of, you know, Zeke Stain, you know, Obadiah Stain's son, he's making these nukes. Let's go take him down. He's part of power enterprises. Okay, but what does that have to do with what we started with with this town? Yeah, well, again, this is the thing, though. This is where I think that if the town's have, complicit in just that's hiding what I'm saying. His I think that I the guess. political thing of that is also saying that this town knows that they're not really working. They're going and yeah. shoveling dirt around. They are keeping their mouths shut because underneath there is a factory that they're making these nukes, and they they know something is going on. They know that they're not just Some getting of them paid. Got to be working yeah, in this so factory, right? So I think right? that basically. It's, listen, you guys all keep your mouth shut, and you are getting paid for doing nothing. Yes, you go through the motions. You're there pushing dirt around, but you keep your mouth shut. The stuff that's going on underneath here and the stuff that some of you in town know, if you if the jig is up, Eric – I'm waiting for the end going. Go uh, all this ends. So you better just keep going with it. And you like us because we're giving you free money. And that's all yeah. it is. So they're you there. You want the government and, to give you your little penance? And again, this I'm is sure where, it's more than the, what they would get otherwise. Yeah, and so I'm getting the whole political deal of the one thing that we said at the beginning where there are places that benefit from awful things. But then there's also the idea that these people are now selling out their country kind of. By just not saying anything because they are getting free money. And look, the terrorists are treating me really well. Yeah, well, that's it. But I'm still, just one guy. Still, the thing is, though, if that's Quakertown and we're doing that, we're probably going to get arrested. And if war comes about, now we are pretty much Nazis. We're, we're Nazis. I don't yeah. know what you're yeah, talking we'll about. Be killed. Enemy number well, one. We, no, we will be executed, is what will happen, just like the Nazis. And so I get that. It's just not a great story. It's not thrilling to me. And I think that Tennessee Coates has either been told that's the case or knows it himself because he'll throw that in. But now he's just got to end with 
18 pages of fighting and the fighting ends up being <laughs> basically just fighting nukes and it's and okay. the whole thing with the nukes is the whole thing Again. like we have to point out now that the nukes are going to burn yeah. out after a couple of days these clones but no we don't have time for that with the fighting so Black Panthers devised a way that yeah. they burn out in seconds. Yeah, seconds. And like, are they clones though? Because from what I understand, they're ex-soldiers also. Well, I think. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's more of like, yeah, it's like more of like you know they have been made. They're like, yeah. I, I don't think they're clones per se. It's almost like I think of. Uh, it's almost like, like a, a DNA they, splicing. They are made to be like kind yeah. of like a Frank Simpson clone without what them being themselves. To me, it, you know it's like a yeah. version yeah. of they're like programs. Yeah. It's like the super soldier program, but for nukes. But it only lasts a couple days. I mean, it's the worst. Yeah. You are not I'm lining so up to be that because they also made them. Robots in issue yeah, one. Like it's weird. So they're going, and <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. What's going I thought on. it was right. funny too because you have Black Panther and the Wakandians coming down. To make it work for my and mind. even at that point, <laughs> Cap even says like, "Oh my God, you know, I, I can't kill humans. I can't kill U.S. citizens." But Black Panther doesn't have that problem. It almost is. I'm telling you, this ends up being. I don't like, have a problem working yeah. with someone who does. Yeah, he's like, hey, he gets it done. This is great. I'll knock him out. He just comes and kills him afterwards. Hey, you know, hey, no, no blood on my hands. Now, in the meantime, you do have Sharon going around, and she's, you know, getting escorted. That's how the issue starts. It looks like possibly Simon Pegg is her driver. He. It looks so much <laughs> like Simon Pegg. Uh, and they're going, and she realizes something's wrong and ends up there's a guy next to her he kind of puts his hand on her and she shoots him and then gets out but in the meantime she ends up getting taken over or grabbed at least she is now seems to be kidnapped and i guess that is one of the russians that we saw at the beginning of this series one of the ladies yeah. i don't uh, know who, they say alberia i looked up alberia uh it I don't know where I'm that sure is. It's just made up, but it seems like that same, uh, you know, when they had that big execution in the beginning where that one lady came it out. It so long ago yeah, that I can't even remember what was and going on with that. it's issue three, and that seems so long ago. That was only two issues ago, but yeah, I think it's the one lady. Because remember, she came out and they had that guy, and he was like, hail Hydra yeah, the, still, and she sucked the energy. The one they rescued from the van, yeah, right? Yeah, or is this the right. other one? Uh, and well, that's, the other one. that's the other one. She was the one who got that Hydra agent and sucked this his energy. Dracula. out so she's a, a dracula energy deal but there it stops with sharon there with the gun and wondering what's okay, going Alberia on is a neutral central state in europe yeah. in the marvel universe yeah. so, I, that's all so and it says at this point i mean it ends with sharon with the gun up and this lady oh you know we'll be getting there miss carter and whatever but then it does say in the solicit for the next issue that uh, Sharon's missing, so obviously they're going to grab her. Now, in the meantime... Sharon's going to get young. Yeah, yeah. I think that's maybe how you do it. Uh, in the meantime, you do have a Captain America annual coming up, which is funny that there's an annual already, but it's Teeny right. Howard and Chris Sprouse, and it's a flashback deal with Captain America and Bucky. Now I might get something that I want. This I is what I'm, I've been I'm wanting. I'm actually excited yeah, for I that Yeah, I am issue. too. I want to see how it is, but... This has some points in it that I was like, okay, I understand it. And it's it's politics that I usually don't enjoy in a book, but I can kind of go with it because it's a little different than what we see. But then it just ends in this fight at the end where, like we said, it's just Captain America going, well, I'm not going to beat these people up. I'm not going to kill them. But luckily, Black Panther, he don't have those qualms, right? You know what I'm saying? As a spear goes through a guy. I'm like, boy, that's pretty harsh. But other than that, it's okay. The art's okay. I actually like this a little better than what we've gotten in the last, especially the last issue, but maybe even the first. So I'm going a 7 out of 10, and I'm kind of 
making that a positive seven and an idea that maybe this book can turn into something that I like. Though, again, I'm not a real political guy, but at least it's dumbed down enough that I could understand something. But what would you give it, Eric? I would give this issue a six out of ten. I, I, like you, I enjoyed this kind of thing more. I like the whole, you know, mid Midwest kind of town, how yeah. they're doing better based on this whole ideas. I don't know if I like the whole thing where it's the nuke facility underneath, and you know, somehow it's attached to you know Sharon Carter, Agent Thirteen. Yeah. But for what we're getting with this issue, I can see me starting to like the series at least. So I give it a six out of ten. Isn't it funny that I think that the whole thing with the nukes is that it's just a playing like it'll be clever to have nukes underneath this town, but it's actually the guys. And I, I just can't tell by the art because I'm looking at the people who are part of Power Enterprise, and I get that one woman on there. I don't know if that's the lady who's the Dracula's at the end or not, yeah, just from the art I, because I, I don't, I don't know. think the art's that great in the series. Yeah, it's not that. It's not spectacular. I'll give you that. Uh, what about you, Brandon? What would you give it? Yeah, I feel super negative, but I I have it oh at a four. My. Like I don't Holy enjoy mama. the art, and I don't really <laughs> enjoy the story picking up Secret Empire threads. Uh, I do kind of dig the one part of the story where they make the connection at the end, and now they're going after Sharon. So maybe yeah. we can step away from all this nonsense on American soil and get away from yeah. the Secret Empire connection. This is what yeah, I'll say right, right. though. As long but other as other than that, I don't see how this is gonna, you know, lead to anything really interesting that I'm gonna start digging all hey, of a sudden. Listen, so. uh, they didn't say they hate my face. That's all I care. As long as you don't say that in yeah. the issue, I'll give it you was implied. I'll give you points. Huh? <laughs> Does your face hurt, Eric? Uh, but we're gonna go now to some news with Double A Run, and then after that, me and Brandon are gonna be talking about both Cosmic Ghost Rider and Death of the Inhumans, and then we'll be back to finish up with Eric with. Hulk. This is Aaron Anderson with your Marvel Comics news for the second week in September. And it's another short week since New York City Comic Con is right around the corner and they want to keep everything close to the vest till then, but uh, we got a couple here. Uh, first one is Superior Spider-Man is getting a new ongoing title. Writer Christos Gage and artist Mike Hawthorne will launch the title in December following their October Superior Octopus one-shot. And I'm pretty excited about this. I haven't had a chance to read the first run on Superior Spider-Man. I'm kind of right there with the Amazing Spider-Man, right on the cusp of it. But uh, I I intend to start reading this right away so I can get caught up for this new ongoing title that's coming out. And Christos Gage is awesome, and I loved Mike Hawthorne's art on Daredevil, so it should be pretty sweet. Next up, we have Infinity Wars Fallen Guardian boasts one will fall in this one shot written by jerry duggan and art by andy mcdonald on sale in december uh in this one shot they're basically saying one of the guardians of the galaxy is going to die who is the one that's going to die i'm kind of thinking maybe gamora and just to throw it out there i'm thinking gamora is actually going to get or get taken over by thanos and become the new thanos so thanos will have a sex change and he will not be dead anymore he will be gamora but that's my thoughts on it. It's not going to happen. It's just kind of funny. makes me giggle thinking of that. But uh, back to the guys in the studio. All right. We're here with the minis. Minis, Mini as time. they call them. I think we should have a theme song that goes into the minis, uh, but I, I couldn't come up with one. Uh, I was trying to think of something. Uh, then, you know, we you could go the lowbrow and have some sort of mini-me type thing. Uh, anybody, <laughs> it's almost like one of those things. Some, some Austin Powers. Yeah, anybody know Powers anything TV? about Austin Powers anymore? Because my kids love Austin Powers, and I sit there and I think to myself, 
I don't think that anybody knows about Austin Powers anymore. I think I that- would have to rewatch him. I mean, I loved him when yeah. I was oh, in yeah, high school. Yeah. Uh, my, me and my buddies would definitely go see him in theaters and stuff when they came out. I know I have the first one on uh, the, the like first two. I still really like the third one. Gets you know with Gold Member yeah, and stuff gold, and Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce is great. Few portable lines yeah. in it that my buddies still oh, yeah. kind of shout out every now yeah. and then. But yeah, it's it's not a good movie. Let's I, say I actually think that that's the one where Austin Powers, uh, the father, uh, says that he hates people that are intolerant of other cultures and the Dutch. That that's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> And I still I say that to Eric sometimes. It, it makes me laugh. Isn't um, his father Alfred? What's yeah, his name? Yeah, uh, it is. And, uh, and for, uh, for some reason, yeah. uh, it's one of my favorite guys. And I, I can't remember his name now. So we, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with that later. But uh, we're here yeah. with the minis. And uh, we're going to start with what? Uh, we're going to kick things off with Cosmic Ghost Rider number three. That's written by Donny Cates. Uh, artist, art team is Dylan Burnett, Antonio Fabella, and VCs Clayton Cowles. Uh, unfortunately, all good things start to come to an end eventually, and Go- Cosmic Ghost Rider is nearing that issue number five in this miniseries, where things will then wrap up. Yep. I, for one, am enjoying each page of this series and don't want it to go anywhere. Frank Castle is a crazy cos- cosmic entity. Trying his best to raise a baby Thanos is just too much fun to disappear from the racks of comic or comic racks worldwide. Uh, what are you doing, Marvel, and why is this just a miniseries? We don't need this to end. Also, things like Unstoppable Wasp and Iceman can get shelved. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Give the fans what we want, mainly me and Jim, yes. and continue Cosmic Ghost Rider until the end of time. Yes. So let's jump into issue three and see what's going on. And it right is here. Michael Caine. Who was the uh, who was Alfred and the <laughs> Austin Powers dad, which was perfect uh, uh, things uh, to have a casting. But uh, I know that you liked. It. I'm a little down on this issue. Not not enough for me. Not to, uh, this is one of my favorite books. I even say it on the DC yeah. podcast. Uh, uh, this is a lot like Century Number Three, where well, not, almost nothing here's happens, the thing is, and it's just kind of like a bunch of we'll nonsense. Be getting but that, I we'll be getting that. We'll be getting that with Death of Humans too. Not that nonsense, yeah. but it's definitely when we see uh, the DC side of things they have many series those are usually six issues uh marvel of course has five issue many so you have that well even at dc you have by the end of the third issue and the fourth issue especially is this kind of set up to get ready for the grand finale of the next two issues that's what we see here and i think that we also mm-hmm. see it in death of inhumans you are actually setting up some things though this is less set up and just craziness it's a lot of crazy yeah. but the setup just is bonkers. basically uh you know ghost rider having uh trouble with older man logan who or, uh, not logan uh cable who keeps bringing yeah. back you know, more and more people from Different the future. Teams. So he <laughs> yeah. ends up at a point where and increasing. Oh the yeah, size it's just the the size is, is ridiculous. So at one point at the beginning, you have Frank there, and he's got baby Thanos, and he doesn't want to be bad, so he's trying to yeah, do his best to kind of get away from fighting while you know still trying to win the day, kind of getting away. And the problem is, is that first off, baby Thanos is almost throwing shade at him one point, a couple times. Like, are yeah. we running? 
running again? Why aren't we killing them? Can't you kill these people? And it's one of those where he does kind of go the father route where first off, baby Thanos is kind of like, oh, I thought my dad could kick everybody's butt. Well, this is Frank who doesn't want to show that, but he doesn't want to admit yeah. that he can't either. So he's like, well, yeah, I could, <laughs> but you know, the hellfire powers, they, you know, I have them, but it's a little too much or whatever. But when older man Cable keeps bringing back these teams, there's a lot of trouble because he's got to fight at one point. Now, at one point, the day is saved by Galactus just showing up. Galactus, Galactus. just yeah, shows well, up. They take their time to introduce this whole team, yeah. and then they're just disposed, they're disposed of with yeah. a, a step of yep. a foot Galactus, almost. Or a yeah, hand, he really. Just he just obliterates them. So we get the idea here where it's a good setup where older man Cable zips away, slides away, comes back, and says he's used years, 20 years or so, to figure out how he can stop Galactus and how he can do it is shrinking him and grabbing him and throwing him, putting him in an RPG and shooting him into the space. And it's funny, what I'll admit that originally, because of the perspective of the art, I actually thought that Older Man Cable came back as a giant. I actually really so thought that. That's what I exactly yeah. what I thought was going on as well. He and he mentions pin particles, which can yes, work both ways. I, yep, you know what I'm saying? I was actually like, okay, well, he came back. He used the pin particles. He came back as a giant. Picked up Galactus, who was regular size Galactus, but not to him. He's a giant. But it's the opposite. He ended up because when he comes back, I didn't get a lot of the when he turns him small. You know what I mean? So he, he yeah. comes back, but he does do that. It's hard to yeah. see. And uh, if you see it I, at yeah, all, really. I thought you that don't... that was confusing. That's the only thing that was really confusing, but it is still kind of funny that he puts him in the gun, but it, it's just weird. And he shoots him and he's like, oh my God, you killed Galactus. I like that Frank's like, Galactus ain't done nothing to nobody. What are you doing? I'm like, really? <laughs> really? You're going to go? I know I'm going, world. you're really going to go with that. But he's like, you know, you're beast with me. Whatever, let's get going. And you get more of the slides and more of the slide by 20, slide by 30, slide by 100. And it's just more and more as this goes on. Frank needs something. He, he has to fight back. He can't just run away now. So he yells to the watcher, hey, hold this baby. And I love that he just throws him at him. And he yeah. gets him. And now he's going to go to town. The problem is baby Thanos looks. He looks through like he, he creeps through the, the you know, it, it almost looks like the watcher is like almost like putting his hand over his head. But it, it's a little confusing him in there. But he sees it. He watches Frank punish everyone and go to town and because of that that does affect the future again because you do have the idea that frank is trying to not have baby thanos get crazy and go violent well baby thanos saves him because there's so many people yeah. fighting he ends up getting beaten down but doesn't die and wonders why he didn't die and he looks up and baby thanos is going yeah, he blacks yeah, out for baby a thanos bit. is going to town and it's just killing everyone and this is beating cable with his yeah, own yeah oh, just beating the crap out of everyone and he's like listen i told you thanos i told you no murder no murder he's yelling and, and the baby <laughs> thanos is like no murder it's so funny he's like damn it thanos what did i tell you no murder. That's right. No murders. He's yelling out of my God. But that's where 
It's like he's training it's a so dog. It's so funny. And, and he even has him with the chains there. He's holding him up. And baby Thanos is all mad. And that's where he realizes then, older man Cable's still alive. He's going to slide out. And that's where Frank goes over and goes, no, no. No more sliding. Shoot some. Yeah, he blows his yeah, time yeah, thing just away. D- destroys at this point. it. And that's where old man Cable, he's like, or older man Cable says, you don't understand. You're making it worse, which we, that's what we thought from the beginning. But he's like, no, no, yeah. listen. Time is valuable. I can kind of change things. I'm, I'm still going to do the good thing. I'm going to raise this Thanos baby. I'm going to make him really good. And like, really? Cause look, and you look because your older man cable gets blown away and you look and from the future comes Thanos Punisher. And he's like, yeah, hey, he dad, does. sorry I'm late. And it's, it's pretty good. I mean, mm. that right there was yeah. worth the price of admission. And that's how this, this series has been. Like, there's always one thing that really gets me going, and uh, that that is that page. But I really, I I spent the most on it in this quick deal with it. It was when he's like, "No murder, no murder!" He's yelling at him. I really like <laughs> th- this. Has a lot of fun. I think that if you are more in tune with the Marvel Universe than I am at this moment. I hope to be eventually through the podcast and reading and all that. But uh, there are a lot of characters. I mean, when, when Older Man Cable keeps sliding the people back in, that yeah, he's bringing and, oh my different gosh, versions yeah. of everybody, like a ninja yeah. Spider-Man. Oh, you have a lot of point. things. Even at the beginning, you have what is Older Man Cable's Guardians of the Galaxy, and you have Jugger Duck, uh, Jubilee, Iron Groove, <laughs> yeah. Captain Marvel, and Captain Marvel's pretty cool because it's Kamala Khan, but she's Captain America as well. So I thought yeah, that was Captain really America neat. Shield. And then as you go, they, they like you said, they get wiped out. But as you go, the next round has like Gambit thing. Uh, yeah, there's Spider from the. Sp- yeah. You have in. so many different characters just thrown in. At one point, I think Moon Knight, you see him just getting decapitated. You see what would be an older version of Cyclops decapitated. All these all these guys. Gambit with the dirtiest mustache yeah, yeah. you've ever oh, seen. It's because he's a dirty Cajun. We all know that. But yeah, uh, it, all <laughs> these, there's just so many different. One looks like a uh, Beta Ray Bill, Thor type deal with Hulk. and There's just so many like Easter eggs, but they're also weirder versions and amalgams vision is yeah. there at one point it's Different so cool versions, and, and yeah. even at one point you even have hulk buster iron man it looks like and he's getting obliterated the star man you have all these guys our star lord and it's so cool but yeah i think that maybe people would get more of a kick out of it than than i did but i still got a kick out of it though i said this is yeah, very much lot. set up but what did you give it yeah, I ended up going with an 8.8, okay. which uh, I think might be my lowest for the yeah. series so far, actually. We've been pretty high on this one. Um, but, yeah, the, like, the story just doesn't move yeah. forward a whole lot. I, I mean, it consists mostly of just different forms of fighting. And, um, you know, I, even even though it, it doesn't go anywhere, really, uh, other than the cliffhanger leading us to issue four, obviously, yeah. I still had a lot of fun yeah. with it. Um there, there's just something about like Frank's attitude, and and he kind of has maybe an about face at the end when he realizes yeah, what he this all leads up, to. Yeah. About him just like spitting in the face of everybody, telling him he's making bad decisions that you know I think most of us can yeah. relate to and 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 bond with in some way, shape, or form. And other than the one hiccup with the art, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it was where a we were confused. both confused with the uh, cable whether he was yeah, big or small yeah. there. Um, I, I, I think it really goes well with the story. So I'm, I'm going to ride with an 8.8 here. And, you know, this is definitely something I would recommend yeah. to 
even just somebody trying something out that they're trying to get yeah, into comics. I, I like agree. this would be a good. I'm with you. I'm giving it an eight, though. I think it's a lot of setup, but I have fun, and this is definitely an eight. Is definitely the lowest I've been giving on this, and that says something because I've not been liking a lot of books lately, and this is my favorite book, so it still continues to be. Yeah. I understand how it goes. You have to have a setup issue. I think this is the setup too, like yeah. you said. This is definitely the by lead the into end, the final throughout act. this whole for the first two, almost the whole three issues here that we have. Uh, you have the idea that Frank still thinks he's doing the right thing and he's going to continue. Well, this with the cliffhanger at the end with baby, you know, Thanos Punisher, he now realizes he mm. has to do something else because he's, he's really messed up. up. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you had to have that and I, I like it, but yeah. Saying no murder yeah, over it's and over not again, working. I guess, doesn't uh, do the trick. Especially <laughs> when he looks, when baby Thanos looks and sees you going to town uh, against yep. hundreds of characters. So, uh, But I still liked it. But 8 out of 10, I'm going to move on to another one here, Death of the Inhumans number 3. And again, this is very similar. Donnie Coates' yeah, this series, is It uh, is. And this is uh, very similar where this issue is a lot of setup now. Not going to be as positive as I was with Cosmic Ghost Rider with this, but it's definitely Humans yeah, Number Three written by. It's almost like this is a repeat yeah, of the last. It's written issue by Donnie Cates Kate and art by Ariel Olivetti. Definitely Humans continues, and while we thought Black Bolt was dead by the end of the last issue, he's very much alive and still kicking. But even if he's a little bit quieter, this was 100% a setup issue. But I'm sure people will get excited about the cliffhanger. Uh, we can go. Th- this is going to be very quick because basically Medusa finds yeah. out that uh, Black Bolt is captured possibly dead because you know yeah they don't really they're not no, positive and about karnak that, gets yeah. back he gets back and tells them all this like listen they have him they have our king we gotta go well medusa has to go and what they say is we can't just go we're not just gonna go and you know drop everything and go there because we'll be killed we need some backup we need somebody else at least one other person who can kick some butt so they go off to do that in the meantime you do see vox and the kree and you see that black bolt is not dead but he had his throat sliced to make it so that he can't scream anymore obviously that's his power yeah took out Kind of yeah, it looks like they took out whatever, the- and the the best part of this is just the bad butt, as we say on this podcast, the bad buttness <laughs> of Black Bolt, because Vox uh, says, you know, you have the crazy like, hey, do you hear that? And Vox is like, you know, what? What do you mean? I don't hear anything. Exactly. And that's the, the big deal there, <laughs> is that he says, listen, so, yeah, and he says, gone. I tortured him. I destroyed him. If he was able to scream, he would have. There's no way that he can scream because I did things to him that anybody, I don't care who it is, they're going to scream in anger and pain. He did not. Well, we see that that's not exactly the case. But because of that, it's very quick where you have Vox say he, he doesn't have a voice anymore. His power's gone. We've done it. To him just having a voice because he, he but he can't yeah. yell. Uh, it's it like is a, a whisper now. It's no longer but it a still voice, can kill which people. doesn't make it no. so powerful. But yeah, he can yeah, he still, still like. I, I I was almost confused at first if it was like now he has yeah, psychic yeah, powers. No, it just seems like he can whisper, <laughs> uh, and the whisper is enough. Yeah. I would say to get lesser beings done, but he's there, 
and he's there with these two guards and they're standing there and he just starts saying the names again of the inhumans who have been killed, including Lockjaw. He says that that, that deal, you know, Flagman, you know, Sterling, the Glass Girl. And these guys are like, I don't feel good. Oh my God. And they, they try to stop him. They die. He gets their gun, shoots himself out of this, you know, prison cell. And pretty much just goes and wrecks house throughout. Now it's wrecking house, yeah. like almost like he yeah. did last yeah. issue where it was just that's all going it is. Through wrecking but now house. he's wrecking house, whispering. And I do think it's supposed to yeah. show again that he's a bad butt. But still, there's not <laughs> much going on here because he goes through. He gets to what would be, you know, almost like where they're they're experimenting on people. Where he and he goes, and the big deal is Ronan's there, and they, you know, they're enemies. Yeah. And he, but he says, you know, oh my god, you know, and and Ronan's crying and actually says, I'm really sure, I'm really sorry. Oh, all the stuff I've done to you. You know what? I'm sorry that I went and, and tried to kill all your family and stuff like that. But basically just says to him, let's get some assisted suicide here. I don't want to live. They're, they're doing yeah. things to me. Yeah, yeah they're Kabuki, doing things to me. And I don't want it to happen. Please don't let them change me into something that, I, you know, I don't want to be in. They're going to use me. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And he just, he, you you are forgiven. And as he says that, obviously. And it, it's Kill kind it. of a neat yeah. thing, the way it goes, because it's set up that that whisper is killing people. So him giving the forgiveness and it's a double-edged sword. You know, it's something that Ronan actually seems to want, but it also gives him his death that he wants as well. So it actually, yeah. like some of the little things here are really good. Now, as I say this, we are two pages from the end of the issue. This is the quickest <laughs> you know, read. Where there there was a quick interlude, too, where you just see the other uh, humans, Medusa's flying. company, uh, basically yeah, traveling somewhere that, that sets up these yeah. last two pages. It's and that's so it. crazy to me because I read this twice. Twice, and I think it took me a minute and a half to read it twice. It's yeah, I, w- I wish spoil alert for next. I wish Deadpool yeah, read really. This quick for- oh my goodness! <laughs> but yeah, they go and they end up. They were there and they're like, "Hey, is this the planet? They're going to a planet. It was set up in that little interlude that they're flying. Are you sure this is the planet?" Ties in the Cosmic Ghost Rider, which was kind of funny too when they land on this planet. Yeah. Like, man, some things went wrong here, and there's a battle involving this and Galactus and stuff. And they're like, is this where we have to be? Yes, it is. And the big thing is they're going to a place that they said if this person that we go to finds out that Lockjaw has been killed, they will freak out and they will go and help us destroy anybody we want. Whoever did anything to Lockjaw and true to form. And and that's the thing is this issue. There's no real – I mean I guess it's a surprise at the end. But I'm saying there's no real like twist. What they say, even this, we go and tell him Lockjaw's dead. This guy we're going to see, he will join us. It's exactly what happens. He wouldn't help us any other way, but he he And it's exactly, they show up and you don't see exactly who it is. And he's like, you know, he stops them before they get close to his hut. Like, no, that's far enough. I'm not doing this. I'm not going to swear any allegiance. Whatever you're here, I don't work for a house. Just leave. Leave now. I'm not going to help you on their weight. You know, hey, a bunch of people died like Maximus and Triton and Lockjaw. Whoop, what'd you say? Lockjaw. <laughs> All right, let's go. And it's Beta Ray Bill. So it, it's a pretty yeah. cool thing. But it, again, he's like, what the hell did you say about Lockjaw? It's exactly what they said would be. So there's no twist. Uh, there's no real thing. It's basically the whole issue is seeing that Black Bolt still has some power. 
he kills Ronan as a mercy deal, and they get Beta Ray Bill. That's yeah. all there's to this. Uh, it's not bad as you're reading it. There's nothing in this that I'm like, oh my god, this is terrible. It's just not much of anything. It, it is such a quick no. read. And after last day, and again, I will even throw in the bit where this isn't exactly my favorite book. You know what I mean? We're reading it. Yeah. At the last second, I actually just said to you, hey, I read that first Death of the Inhumans, number one. I kind of like it. Let's talk about it. And you're like, okay. And basically your whole deal was if it, it deals with the death of the Inhumans, I'm in. Because, yeah, I'm, in, and, and yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, this hasn't made me love the Inhumans. It hasn't made me, but it's not bad. You know what I mean? But it's no. it's just... It's yeah, just still, a little over get, average, though. You know what I mean? I think bit. it's basically, it's the, if, if, how I could explain it, this Deathling Humans was only ever going to ever get to a 7-5 for us anyway. But with that said, yeah. it's the perfect 10 of 7-5s. It, it's pretty much been very consistent <laughs> yeah. to the, to the high level, you know, the highest I can go. It's good for a book yeah. that I know basically yeah, even less, less about, than the base level of and what the could characters care less can do, and want everybody you know? to die. And I think that Donny Cates is really doing a good job where he's not that deep into the lore. He's going with the basic things of it. We know Black Bolt yells and kills people. Now he whispers and hurts yep. people. Even at the one and point, the whole that. thing was yep. he used to be like pretty much like Black Bolt's throats. You know, he's got a broken throat. He used to be an atomic bomb. Now he's a poison knife. And it's it's really well done what it is. It's just by the end, I don't care that much. So and this is just set up. So I'm going a seven out of ten. I could go a six five. I could even go as low as a six because of what's going on. But I like the art and what is in here. It's good enough. Plus, I didn't get furious about it because I read it. I was done in a minute and a half, like I told you. And that was two times through. Yeah. So actually, I, I'm going to go 6.5. I, I can't go as high as a 7. But a 6.5. Yeah. And uh, from there, I'm kind of looking forward to the next two issues. I'm not angry about it. I'm looking more forward to this than Multiple Men. So, you know, Multiple yeah, Men. So, too. you know, I can go with that. But what would you <laughs> give it? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually right with you. I'm going to give it a 6.5. This was the least enjoyable of the three issues mm-hmm. I've read in the series so far. It's going um, down each you know, one arts, too, isn't it? Like that first yeah. one, we were really pretty in. Yeah, it was, I was yeah. down with that first one. Um, you know, there's nothing that really surprised you, like you said. And then other than the cliffhanger, which you saw coming, not necessarily the character, but what yeah. it was about. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I'm excited that better Ray Bill yeah, in the book. Awesome. He's always fun when he's on the page, but. Uh, I'm going to finish these last and two then never think and about it, be right? done with the Inhumans yeah, we'll forever. Never even yeah. think. Like, it's one of those, <laughs> a year from now, we're still doing the podcast, and we think back, hey, what were the best books of this last year? I don't even think I'll remember this, but I'm not I'm not hating no. it. So I won't say it's the I'll best book. I'll probably be saying Cosmic uh, you know, Ghost I, I Rider still. It. That's what I'll be talking about. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily even re- recommend it no. to anyone, but I'm having a good enough time as just uh, uh, it's you what know, it is. the Inhumans getting their yeah. butt whooped throughout the, the yep, universe. Yeah. So there you go. But there's the end of the mini section. And we're going to go off now to join up with Eric again to finish up the podcast with Hulk. There's an old piano and they play it hot behind the green door. Don't know what they're doing, but they laugh a lot behind the green door. Wish they let me in 
All right, we're back. We're back there, and we're back with the Hulk, and that is Eric's favorite book of all time. So What's that now? He, <laughs> he is going to do the blurb for it, correct? Am I correct, Eric? I, I don't want to step on your toes since last week. I forget what book was it that I told you it to write the blurb. It was two weeks ago. Okay. It was yeah, The Punisher. I told you to write the blurb, and I, I stepped on your toes, and I don't want to do that unless we're dancing, and I don't think we're dancing right now, so get to it. Need the need the boost when you're dancing, right? No, so you stop it, both of you. <laughs> I'm going to kill both of you, slice your throats. Five, written by Al Ewing with art by Joe Bennett, Roy Jose, and Paul Mounts, and Corey Petit. Petit. Petit? Hulk versus Sasquatch, and while that's enough said as it is, it turns out that Sasquatch is actually Bruce Banner's father back from the dead, and while he's not about to give up the life now that he's gotten it back, even if that means living inside the Hulk. Yes. Yes, indeed. And yeah, there's there's a twist here. We so kind of... we The Hulk's we, pretty crowded inside there. Yeah, a lot, a lot of things going on. Now, and the big thing, though, is it doesn't really explain that green door or anything with it, no. except that it is a door from hell. And that's kind of what did, a did lot of these doors do. Because Sasquatch wouldn't go back to being normal? Is that how it stayed open? Like. Yeah, yeah. And it's, well, it starts off and you get a little alpha flight and you have the idea that they're like, hey, you know what? You've been Sasquatch a lot here. We, uh, we haven't seen much of anything but you being Sasquatch. What's going on? We don't Walter. get a lot of Walter here. And he's like, oh, I could be Walter anytime. And you do see a kind of a cool deal there where he does go back to being Walter. And he says, boy, that, that took a lot. It was tougher than it used to be. And then looks in the mirror and like, oh, my God, I think he wants out. And that, that is what, what we've, al- old, we've already seen. But I like this. I like this as a kind of a little recap of what's going on and how Sasquatch is Walter, but also Sasquatch is always around, kind of like the Hulk and Bruce Banner deal, but we get back to that big fight that it's was happening. It's a weird thing, though, when the Hulk realizes that there's something inside Sasquatch, and he's like, you came in through the green door, you know, you went into freaking um, Hotshot's girlfriend, too, he's yeah. like, you know, to get my attention, but w- why would he, like, this is, and this is, you know, Brian uh, Banner, you know, Bruce Banner's father, why would he do that to like you know and not take control of that body like he is Sasquatch? Did he need a big hulking figure like this? I would, like, think, uh, no. I would think it would be that. I would think that this girlfriend that that ended it's up killing been, herself. Then I think she's not big enough. We've been with the green door since yeah. you know the first issue or the second issue, and is this all Brian Banner? And I just don't understand. Like you know, we have I, the Hulk sense going on every no. time this happens, and I just don't get the connection to this green and door. I, I, and, and there's Brian the gamma connection to too, it. though. But yeah. I, I think that maybe Brian was jumping around different places where he was because even at that point he might have been around then and then he was jumping was he jumping I think, around trying to catch up to the hulk or i thought was he was he... leading him I, I in my mind he was leading him to sasquatch maybe but again i don't really know why in all in all except for the fact that he wanted hulk to end up fighting and sucking him into himself which happens then it, it, that's the only plan i can get that he ended up wanting to get it in to something big enough so that that he can take on the Hulk enough that the Hulk would have to, res- you know, have to pretty much go and say, okay, last resort, I'll suck the, you know, the gamma rays uh. out along with me. It just seems like a setup, though. To me, it doesn't lead from A to B to C exactly no. what it is, but and it's enough for me to go with it. It, it really is because I want to, I want to like the Hulk, and it's kind of a, a neat thing. But yeah, you get through a lot in this issue just to get. A fight 
to have him suck the gamma ray, you know, the gamma radiation and, out. And, and, and the Hulk dad. suck up the gamma radiation out of another you know, gamma-infected person. Yeah, that I don't yeah. know. I, I, I have know no that idea. Either. I, I just looked it up, and all I'm seeing is, like, enemies doing it to him and not him yeah. necessarily yeah. doing it to other people. Because he can yeah, do it. It, it and just kind of felt like it came out of nowhere for this this story that, you know, Al Ewing's trying to tell. Like, I need him to suck on some gamma. I, I just Maybe I'm wrong. You know, I am not the most, you know, thoroughly read Marvel person. It just like seems like this one has been something that I would have known outside of the, you know, something that felt like the Hulk movie that we had with Eric Banner. Or something they set up previously in the series to the point that, you know, he's just doing it again here. But it, yeah. but it didn't seem like that's what's happened previously. Well, and, and, and we had that, all that gamma radiation everywhere. You'd think he'd be yeah. sucking up all that leftover gamma. Yeah, it seems like I said, it seems like that would be something that's a last resort. And that's why it had to be somebody big like this. But really, when it starts, you do start with Bruce Banner and he goes running in and he thinks that he can run in maybe and talk Walter out of, you know, kind of get him out of being Sasquatch and get back to Walter, but it's not going to work. And he even says, I'm not Walter. I'm not Walter anymore. Walter's gone. Walter ain't home, man. Isn't that the, the routine? And <laughs> yeah. uh, he says, he's I don't want here, to man. <laughs> Walter's not here, man. And he's like, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to the other guy and ends up slicing Banner's throat. So and I guess that confirms he can only turn yeah. when he's dead. He turns when yeah, he's right? dead. So you have yep. Banner and, you know, and even says like always when oh, when you hurt Banner, I take it personally. It is weird. He gets up and just start. They just start fighting, and it's just going on and on about. I just you know, imagine now that like this is what the story is like. If we had somebody, don't kill me. You wouldn't like me when I'm dead. Yeah, you wouldn't like me when my throat is sliced it, and I'm bleeding weird. out. I can't imagine in a regular Avengers series if Hulk's going to show up that they're going to kill Bruce Banner every time they yeah, want I, the Hulk to come out. Yeah, you know what I'm I, I saying? I don't think that would happen. I just imagine I, you know, okay, it's it's fight time. He just pulls out a knife, starts stabbing himself in the chest like tattoo. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually, yeah, really, I'm, I'm actually waiting for the time where, you know, they start to look into how this can be resolved. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess Hulk, maybe he doesn't care, but, and Banner just till die and then comes back, it seems. But with this, they're fighting and this is where, you know, there's trash talking going back and forth. And then finally he's, you know, you have Sasquatch, like you don't, you don't understand. You, you see who is behind this. Look and see who you're fighting. See the monster. And he looks and it's daddy? his dad. Yeah, it's his daddy. <laughs> and this is all Eric wants in life to be punching a Sasquatch and find out it's daddy. Daddy. You know, he's like, I, you know, I really don't want a Sasquatch. It would be. You're like, this is the sexiest self, a Sasquatch. Uh, but yeah, he realizes it does throw him off. And now Hulk's getting the crap beat on him. Now, in the meantime, before that, you did get this whole thing where y- you have this where the uh, – and it does actually – it comes up later. But the whole deal with McGee uh, chasing him down, the reporter, uh, you know, Hulk wants to know, why are you doing this? Why are you following me? This is the other big part of the issue. And basically she admits that she wants to become a Hulk. I want to be a Hulk too. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. I want it. And when she says it, and as it said, I swear to God – it reminds me of Wrong Turn. It reminds yeah. me of something Wrong Turn would do. But she he would have said, if it was Wrong Turn, it would have been like, can I be a hawk? Yeah, hawk is how he says it. But hawk. to me, he has said to me and Eric, he has come up to us and said, you know what I want to be? I want to be a hawk. And we're like, well, and Eric tries to explain cool. to him what that would mean. And not just a hawk, but what the Hulk would mean being him. You want to go feather fly away there, big boy? He doesn't care. He sits there and Eric's like, listen, you get uncontrollable. You this, you that. I know it'd be cool. 
Yeah, that's all. <laughs> but really, you, you have the steel where uh, Hawk. He just then, wants the intelligence. Maybe that's yeah. what he wants. Oh yeah, he would be more intelligent. That's true. He, he ends I bet up the where Hawk could drive a car. Yeah, really. I think he can. Well, you get this whole idea then that they're going to fight, and the Hulk has to figure out something. And I think he's also trying to save. You know, he's trying to save everybody, but also get rid of his father. Yeah, because they're not evac. You get the idea they're not evacuating this hospital. No, they're time. not. Well, but they're, I think he also trying, wants. But you can't evacuate everybody. Some I think there's also move. the deal too is he wants to save Walter. He thinks that you know there's a possibility that well you know this poor you know Walter's in there but he's not in there. It's his dad. So I think he wants to stop all this to try to save him, and it does. It ends up saving Walter. Uh, I actually thought that it was going to be more in the end of like almost when uh, Eddie Brock would get the symbiote taken away or whatever that he's like I'm nothing now. He kind of maybe doing that after he gets you know the gamma rays out and he says it's gone. The Sasquatch is gone for me i'm no longer that and i thought he'd be a little more upset but in the meantime we find out that hulk had you know pretty much inhaled his father as well and with even the with gamma that, radiation. I, don't, I don't think that he was trying to save walter no this hulk i don't get like he's big on the saving thing he's there to like you know do some kind of like uh he's all about justice for some reason but this just is like, I got to kill my father. I got to take care of this talking monster. Yeah, that I don't know. At the one point, it seemed like he kind of was saying like when he realized he even says like right away uh, when he becomes Hulk and he says, hey, I take this personal. And he says right away, you're not Langowski. That, that you, He's a creep, but he doesn't kill people. And I think that he is more of a, you know, he's thinking this out. So when he's fighting Sasquatch, he's already pointed out. It's not Langowski doing this. This isn't Walters doing something's wrong. What's going on? Who are you? And I think that by the end when he does it, I think that maybe in my, there's something in my something mind, it's just more about taking the gamma so it will shut the green door, hoping that his father gets locked yeah, on the other side. I, I still, though, I, I like I said, from the minute that he gets sliced and turns into the Hulk, he has a whole page where he's pretty much spelling out that he knows – that this isn't Walter's doing because Walter wouldn't do anything like this. Isn't trying to figure it out. So I think that maybe by the end, even if he didn't mean to, I think that he would be happy that maybe he didn't hurt Walter and Walter's out and now he can go about. And again, if he wants to close the green door and get rid of his father, I guess you want to keep your enemies close. <laughs> he's there. <laughs> I, I, he, I don't think he meant to do that at all. Yeah, no, I don't think he meant effect. to. He sees it and he's upset. It is a side effect. But again, like I said, I, I don't think that he wanted to kill Walter because he no. spells out that Walter was not the one doing it. either. If yeah, I did. think he did. I actually think that this whole cares a little more. He seems a little more in tune with what's going on. I think and the previous bad guys he didn't give a crap about because they were bad guys and like here he has a history with walter a little bit so i think he just wanted to you know yeah, save walter I, I just, also yeah, i'm kind of leaning that way i i think that he wanted to save him a little and maybe even thought like you know this isn't fair to him whatever but it ends up where i don't think i thought that when he thought he absorbed and really taken the sasquatch away i thought that he was hoping that that would take his father away that that would have killed him maybe they oh, both yeah. go out shut through that the green, green door, door shut the green door it's done and yeah that i mean it's definitely he is definitely shocked when he looks into the mirror and sees it it's like the worst version of bloody mary in this book father was inside of you well bruce that's Banner what i'm does. saying no bruce. no i don't and <laughs> bruce, i hope bruce doesn't i hope just hulk knows but yeah uh or else bruce will hey, just hulk. kill himself and, and he'll become the a hulk again yeah, really but yeah there's this dad and it's kind of a neat twist i guess it would be a lot neater if you have 
more of a history with Hulk and yeah. his dad and things like that. I really it's a don't. Star and no, unless you know anything about, you know, uh, you know, Bruce Banner's abusive father. It's like, yeah. it's, it's daddy back from the dead. And he's inside the Sasquatch. You really get no background of why yeah. this is going on. Yeah, and, and while that's going on, you do – at least here's the deal. If you said at the end, because I know nothing about anything with his father, nothing about their relationship, nothing about what happened in the past with this. But at, by the end, I'll give Al Ewing some credit because by the end, if you said, do you kind of get what his father – like what would, what do you think about his father? You do see him when he remembers him beating him and things like that. So I'm like, well, I guess he was abusive. Well, I don't his, know. And you'd be like, yeah. His father used to gain power from you know Bruce's f- fear and anger towards yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got a little bit enough that it was, you know, that, an abusive relationship. Yeah. Obviously, it's something that Hulk doesn't want to see at all. So uh, I thought this was okay. I actually liked it. It's probably, I don't know, it's up there with my book of the week this week because I'm going to give it an eight because this is actually the first issue that I read that I was really like, okay, now there is a big battle. There's a lot of filler in the middle with this battle. But it all ties into this whole idea, and it ties into the thing of him getting his father. Now we can kind of go forward. Now it seems like we have a story that I can sit there and go, okay, let's get forward with this. Let's see how he's going to get his father out, how he's going to do this and whatever. It seems like it's gotten a grip on, you know, some footing to go. And we also had McGee say, I want it to be the Hulk. Uh, you know, turn me into a Hulk, please. And uh, that feels like I it's like over that. now, which is yeah. kind of weird. You know, that's well, the part but at I least don't like of the issue. Well, I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you, if it's going to be over, I'd rather have that over than her just following him around everywhere because she was doing nothing. Like, I mean, what, she what do really do was doing now? nothing. It's like I, I, I looked into your eyes when I was a little kid. I want to look in them now. I want you to make me a Hulk. Am I? That's all we're doing here. No, I think it might be set up for her to go for her to go off and either try to find maybe the green door at some point because she's heard him say things. She's there this whole time. Or maybe she goes and tries to do some maybe she goes and tries to do some experiments herself and it goes completely wrong. Maybe it's setting up a villain in the future. I don't know. But I actually didn't mind it because she was doing nothing. Uh, you know, at least she had something, and if it's gone, it's gone now. So she can get out of there, and we can go to a real story. Because that whole following really led to nothing. But uh, what would you give it her? I would give this to a 6.5 out of 10. This is my book of the week, and it's mostly because of the art and that we got a really cool battle. We're starting to see some of the stuff that's going on yet. We set up the stuff with the green door. I can't say that all makes sense now with, you know, Brian Banner trying to, like, somehow get the Hulk's attention with all these other gamma people and somehow this it's just such an odd concept of this whole series and not even the fact that Bruce Banner has to die to become the Hulk but just this whole thing that we're dealing with you know death and rebirth in this immortal Hulk it just feels odd and I don't know how this could be the status quo but this is my book of the week I uh I'm glad with the stuff that we got from this because at least it's starting to like you said Seem, uh, seeming like some semblance of a story going forward. Yeah, yeah. I, I can kind of get a grip on something here. So I probably want a little cool. more positive, but hey, I'll go with it. What about you, Brandy? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to roll with the seven. <laughs> uh, I, I really kind of, you know, I'm, I'm coming around to the art. I like it a little a little bit more yeah, than I, I did when the, the series started. Um, the, the story, I mean, at least we have a bad guy and a focus moving forward. I still yeah. don't really totally understand this green door stuff. 
all the way uh, in the reporter. I wish she would just go away, but other than that, and I think maybe she will. That's yeah. that's kind of why I liked it. Yeah, I, I I'm glad like Hulk has a little more focus now. So we're going, we're dealing with his dad, who's just kind of a scumbag. He, he's back in his life, and then we got to figure yeah. out a way to get him out of there. I guess. Also, I don't know. Here's the thing that I I think that there's another thing that possibly, but it's weird. Do you think his dad was in? Uh, Sasquatch when he was in Alpha Flight and that that preview I, deal, I think you know, that's the where flashback. He actually first jumped in there, yeah. Okay, because yeah. that's the thing where you may see less now. Maybe this is the way to get Bruce Banner kind of out here. I think for Walter, too. To, to well, that's what I'm saying. Back. So yeah. now you have a Hulk that maybe not be able to trance, you know, go back to being Bruce Banner as easily or wants to stay because it seemed like Sasquatch was pretty content to be Sasquatch. Maybe this is the way also on that setup was to be like, you know what, we're going to get pure Hulk for three issues now. I don't mind that either. I, I don't mind it because this whole idea of trying to figure out and trying to go with okay we have bruce banner but he's gonna have to die for us to get hulk it's kind of played out a little so maybe this will lead us to more just pure hulk and i, I would like that too uh but go on brand i didn't mean to interrupt you yeah no I, I was pretty much done i was just saying i gave it a seven i i like that they have kind of a villain now moving forward you know we'll give the series a little focus maybe they'll explain the green door a little more maybe not it, it doesn't bother me i i just I'm glad that his yeah. dad's around so we, we have a, a focus for the series instead of him wandering from town to town. No, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you, too, and I'm just a little more positive. But what is your book of the week, Eric? You kind of already said it, but... My book of the week is The Immortal Hulk. Yeah, The Immortal Hulk with a 6'5". Negative <laughs> Nancy over there. How about you, Brandy? What, what did you like? I'm going with Cosmic Ghost Rider. I give that an 8'8", eight, eight, I think. Yep, mine's a tie between Cosmic Ghost Rider and Immortal Hulk. So uh, I actually, this is my highest. I think I've gone on Hulk. I may have gone as high on that first issue just because I was intrigued, but I, I don't think I did. I think this is my highest on it. So that's pretty cool. But we're going to end up going now. Like I said, you can go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us there. Talk to me and Brandon, not Eric. Eric, no. what's your Twitter, Eric? You, you got the Twitters. I you have a, Twitter. a your guy on the Twitters. What's your Twitters, Eric? Mine is Eric L. Shea. Oh, Eric, I thought there was more. No, nope, Eric <laughs> L. Shea. It sounded like you were going to add something. Like, what is he going to put, I, like I Esquire? I actually got scared for a second because I was almost going to start doing an email address. I'm like, what? wait, I'm yeah. not doing Twitter right. I'm telling you, I thought you were going to say Eric L. Shea uh, Esquire or yeah, something Eric crazy L. like Shea. that. And I Eric thought he was going to throw out a boys' toys email there. Yeah, for a second really. Or Who knows? Or maybe a cellar toy? dweller. A cellar <laughs> dweller. Ah, uh, yes. But we also, I said at the beginning, we also have a Patreon that you can go over and check it out. And if you do right now, check out all of the comic book stuff and non-comic book stuff that we do. We have over 350 episodes of one or another show. If you go over and check it out, you won't be charged till October. And that is at Patreon.com/slash/WeirdScience. So if you check out that. We'd be much obliged, as they say. But that is it. What do we say at the end, Eric? That's all we got for this episode of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. Until next time, make mine fresh start. And I must keep running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, running.